Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome to another thrill-packed episode on Gary Talks 2, the podcast that makes you even better looking than you were when you signed in, and smarter too, I hope. Today's episode is titled, uh, What's Old is New Again, which apparently is not true of my knees. And I'm going to continue down the same road as the last episode, wherein I am going to address congressional dysfunction both now and back in the days of my uh, historical fiction, the heroes from my historical fiction series, Journey, the Story of an American Family, which is available on Amazon and BN.com or on my website. More on that later in the cast as well as how to contact me and be a part of a future episode, because now it's time to hop aboard for another fact-filled trip down memory lane. So buckle up, y'all. Okay, we are back. I, uh, I mentioned uh, last time, during the last episode, that if you think what's going on in D.C. these days is, quote, unprecedented, end quote, as they do like to say in the media these days, I would have to say that you're pretty much mistaken. The only thing that's changed at all, really, are the players. Instead of criminal ex-congressmen or senators, now we have a very criminal ex-president. Instead of a few loudmouth troublemakers in Congress, we have a whole bunch. But in reality, the tone has not changed much, if at all. It was ugly and vicious then, and that fine old tradition carries on into today. So in that last episode, you recall I spoke about what is probably the most famous act of violence that ever occurred in the Capitol building when... Uh, a uh, sort of uh, pissed-off guy named Brooks of South Carolina, a representative, a congressman, caned and nearly killed Senator Schumer of Massachusetts right there in the building in the Senate well in 1856 in an argument about slavery. In 1858, in another and continuing argument over slavery, which I go into a a lot in my uh, series, and whether or not it would spread to Western states, a literal free-for-all fistfight broke out right in front of the speaker's platform. Um, it's been said it involved 30 sweaty middle-aged men going at it full tilt, and that's according to eyewitness reports of the day. That's not something I care to visualize, thank you. Back then, congressmen and senators, usually and regularly, carried pistols and or bowie knives on the floor to protect themselves from, from, uh, from themselves, I guess. Nice. Even earlier, in 1838, one congressman murdered another in a duel that was actually fought outside of the Capitol in Landover, Maryland. It was a very messy and pathetic affair, really. It seems neither one wanted to fight the other. They had no personal argument or disagreement grudge of any kind. 
But as a point of honor, that most ridiculous of things to fight over, that point of honor to respond to something that a Whig said about a Democrat or vice versa, it really doesn't matter. They were both more or less forced to do it for their respective parties. Well, Representative Graves shot and killed Representative Silly or Chili, C-I-L-L-U-I. But on the third try, seems they chose rifles for the duel because neither one of them knew how to shoot at all. So they figured, well, maybe we'll just miss each other all the time. The year before that, down in uh, Arkansas, the Speaker of their house felt insulted by what a state representative had said and killed him right then and there on the floor with a buoy knife. That was the Speaker of their house. Boy. He was, of course, exonerated on the grounds of excusable homicide. And it's Arkansas. Go figure. So, uh, according to one source, there were 70 different acts of violence perpetrated by and against representatives and senators in those years leading up to the Civil War. That's a lot. So, let's fast forward to today, shall we? Oh, please. The level of violence, the level of just plain nastiness, is pretty much the same, I'd be willing to wager. Problem is, there are far more people involved now because we're a bigger country and because of the Internet, a place where every voice is somehow equal all of a sudden. To wit, we now have the wives, spouses of Republican congressmen who have decided that they don't want a subversive insurrectionist to be Speaker of the House being threatened by, quote, anonymous people. Gymnasium Jordan and his supporters, those who do want a subversive insurrectionist in that seat, are harassing people and making threats against their fellow GOPers to fall in line or else. Hmm. I think we've heard that back in history before. Meanwhile, they continue to play their merry games. It was just announced a few minutes ago, actually, that uh, Gymnasium uh, will not go for a third nationwide demonstration of his stupidity and unsuitability for that position. Uh, I guess calmer heads may have finally prevailed. Hmm. Don't hold your breath. But seriously, folks, as they say, this part of today's events actually is unprecedented, I guess, this lack of a speaker. It's really absurd. It embarrasses us in front of the world. It proves the dictator's point that democracies are hard to control. They're unstable. And they're just playing right into their hands with this bullshit behavior. Grown adult men and women can't stop behaving like sugar-fueled three-year-olds for a few minutes 
and remember where they are and why they are there. It is not to get rich. It is not to get famous. It is not to sell books. It is not to force your will on the majority in the House or in America. It is to do what is best for this country that they are working so hard to divide simply to hold on to power. Okay, everybody, you know what time it is. It's that time you've all been waiting for. I know you have. I can feel it in the air. It's time for the much sought after, much quoted political rant. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for that reception. You're just way too kind. Wow. So I then I don't feel so bad telling you that, well, this one's going to probably be a little bit longer than others have been. Oh, that's just fine. That's just fine. Huh, okay, well, maybe you'll find this more interesting. I'm also videotaping this part of the podcast. And if you'd like to uh, to watch me uh, opine in the privacy of the uh, world headquarters of uh, Gary Does Stuff, then uh, go check out uh, Gary Talks Truth on YouTube. And there you'll see it. So this is a very serious political rant, and that's why I think it's going to go a little long. I ask your patience. Um, you may not agree with the points I make, but they're honestly held, and uh, I'm full of empathy for everybody over there. The recent uh, tragic violence in the Middle East is probably the most senseless event that's happened in that godforsaken place in quite a while. Accusations and recriminations abound on, on all sides. Everybody from all parties who have any kind of an interest there at all, real or imagined. The atrocities that were committed by Palestinian terrorists, and yes, terrorists, is just inexcusable. There's plenty of other words you can use, but that just sums it up. The wholesale murder and assault of women and children, the elderly and the infirm, is totally indefensible. Totally. I do know the defense. I have heard it before in other conflicts during my decades of traveling around the world. The people who committed these heinous acts will say stuff like, well, the other side kills our women and children. They drop bombs on families in their homes and kill many innocent people. To a certain extent, that may be true, but the other side has also behaved in immoral and eagle illegal ways in the past. I mean, that's happened. We all know that. Nobody's denying it. But that is quite ir irrelevant, actually. 
these acts perpetrated on these innocents were deliberately cruel in every way possible. I am not going to recount the stories of these murders here. I can't. I am always deeply affected by hearing about violence against children. So I'll leave it to the big boys with the big studios to bring you that gruesome and awful news. But in any disagreement, to use the other side's behavior as an excuse for your behavior is the same thing as approving of that behavior in the first place. If you become butchers because you have been butchered, at the end of the day, you're, you're both still butchers of the innocent, both sides. This is different. Of course, the media, both the responsible media and the right-wing media, have been full of the news, playing these awful scenes over and over again. It's heartbreaking. Some try to be objective, something that is, is actually hard to do in this kind of circumstance in reality. But there are those who try their level best to use these kind of events for gain, political, personal, financial. So to back up just a little bit, my favorite topic so far in these uh, in these videos and also in my political rant on my uh, podcast that you video folks don't know about, check out Gary Talks too. It's available everywhere. But my favorite topic has been what I see as the clear and present danger that I feel PragerU kids poses to American school children. Their so-called curriculum, excuse me, is full of right-wing extremist talking points in an animated series meant to bend impressionable kids. Like I said before, if you want smooth, you're in the wrong place. Anyway, I have been urging everyone to subscribe to this crap so you can see for yourself. No one has to exaggerate anything about them. So let's continue back down that road, shall we? Of people trying to profit. Almost immediately after the shooting started over there, my email inbox began to fill up with videos from PragerU taking the side of Israel. I don't have any problem with that. I also side with Israel in this conflict unreservedly, but not blindly or unflinchingly. I know the past. I know the history. I don't need to be told by them or anybody else. Predictably, they are short on historical truth and long on name-calling and misinformation. They repeat the same old tired arguments of the right about the past, oops, dating back to the 17 or to the 700s, somewhere back then. They never mention that Israel was formed on land that was already lived on or that they engaged in terrible acts of terrorism, killing many innocents and bombing hotels in other countries. Before you get bent out of joint, I will say again that nothing, and I mean nothing, justifies what happened on 10-7. Nothing. No past injustice pardons the open murder and torture of innocents. None. I also feel that just as ISIS stepped over the line with their multiple atrocities 
and drew the wrath of the world down on their heads. This unforgivable savagery will alienate those that the Palestinians, the innocent Palestinians, need the most for moral and financial support and expose Hamas to an unending war, which they cannot possibly hope to win. So here's some comments from some of their videos. Uh, some of them are about um, uh, the Israeli conflict, and you can look those up and see for yourself. Uh, of course, it's the radical right um, super Zionist view. Uh, I say Zionist, I say super Zionist because they're the kinds of people who, in my opinion, don't want anybody but uh, Jewish people living in Israel. So anyway, these are comments that come right from their video. Quote, hatred of Zionism is hatred of all things Western. So that's what they're telling little kids here in Montana, in Oklahoma, in New Hampshire, and other places. They also say, and again I quote, that social justice activists here in the U.S. are, quote, again, dancing in the streets over the slaughter in Israel. That's just ridiculous. So I can't really say anything more about what they do there. It's uh, in Israel. Their opinions are are uh, are theirs, and they're also spreading. But there are only. It's a very very one sided thing, and it's very easy to do in this time when the world's sympathy is certainly with the victims of this outrage. So anyway, some of the other videos there, Dennis Prager's, one of his videos that I watched, uh, my eyes still hurt, is he says, quote, people can't be affected by feelings. This was in a witty little ditty called uh, Why Be Happy? A hypnotic look at attitude adjustment for the kiddies. If you ever saw the Stepford Wives, you'll know just what I mean. Pack your feelings away. No one wants to hear them anyway. Children should be seen and not heard. Definitely not heard. Here's another one. It features a comedian named Adam Carolla, who I've always sort of liked. He's pretty witty. It's called language. Oh, I, actually, I forget what it's called. But his favorite phrase in there is that a language of losers. That's the problem with a whole generation of 20-year-olds. According to Mr. Corolla there, the phrase that is, quote, destroying America is, I feel, as in, I feel threatened, I feel harassed, I feel cold. I don't know. I don't know where he's going with that. He was quite intense on this point. He was, uh, this was at a graduation ceremony, by the way. Quote, you live at home in a bed shaped like a race car. No one cares how you feel. He goes on to rant very emotionally about, quote, freedom and how it is being taken away from him, especially, quote, at the beach. The beach is a metaphor for what's happening in this country. Another quote, politicians try to see that we have a horrible time at the beach. 
I didn't realize he had this weird beach obsession anyway. So again, I don't need to exaggerate any of this, as I said before, really. Subscribe. Get the videos. You can unsubscribe when you uh, when your eyes start to hurt too much. To me, the threat that these videos, videos that the founders of PragerU admitted in an interview, are indoctrination. But they also followed up quickly with, but it's our indoctrination. Oh, well then, I certainly feel much, much better. Well, I guess that's it for today, kiddies. We'll, uh, we'll pick it up again in a, another 10 days or so. In the meantime, I hope you're, uh, you're smarter than you were when you tuned in, not to mention better looking, of course. If you want to uh, make your opinion known or be part of this podcast, send me a note at thepodcast at gvbrights.com. The website is, of course, www.gvbrights.com, and there's a contact page on there if you want to send me a message. You can read about the historical fiction series Journey and other books, and you can also see how by getting a free book and a really great read, you'll be doing a really good deed by helping kids in Africa stay in school. So check it all out. It's there at the website, www.gvbrights.com. So, uh, and again, if you want to watch that video that I recorded during a political rant, it's on YouTube at Gary Talks Truth. That's Gary Talks Truth on YouTube. And there it is. Well, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you next time. Adios, amigos.